T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Hello, fellow Patriots. Greetings, welcome, salutations, and TGIF alohas to you. You're just in time for hour number two, the Friday free-for-all, or the all-skate, as we like to refer to it. Whatever you feel like talking about is fair game here on Friday. And here is how you join me and do so. Just grab the phone, use the Ingalls Advantage talk line number, 800-347-1063, Common Sense Retirement Planning text line number 71307 and my email address bob at 1063word.com. I I received a number of uh, text messages with some uh, commercials that have recently started running in the last few days here on uh, my program uh, from uh, someone identifying himself as Larkin Rose. Uh, Let me uh, take pains at this point in the program to point out that the opinions expressed in those commercials in no way reflect the thoughts, beliefs, opinions, or ideology of this program. Okay? Uh, In my email today, this was uh, kind of interesting. Uh, My COVID-19 spreading spreading theory, just a thought, from uh, Mr. I. I spent my long life dealing in statistics. Uh, As we said, data does not lie, but statisticians do. I've been observing the data and the COVID-19 outbreaks and have noticed a different correlation between weather and a number of cases. It seems as the weather gets colder or hotter in an area, the number of cases increases. Now the WHO, the WHO, and other scientists are changing their minds that the virus is not spread by big droplets, but small aerosol droplets that can remain in the air for up to three hours after the infected person leaves the building, store, bar, or any enclosure. Now, remember, of course, a mask is like uh, keeping mosquitoes out with hurricane fencing. I've been studying the data, and when Arizona, Florida, and Texas had nice weather and people could be outside and open the windows, the number of cases were low. But as the weather got hotter and the enclosures turned on the AC, the cases have risen. But places like the Northeast, where now they have good weather and people are not in heated enclosures, the number of cases has dropped. This is the same data 
you see in the European Union, uh, European Union as the heat, uh, the heat was turned off, uh, the number of cases went down. So if as South, South Carolina gets hotter and more AC is being used in enclosed areas, uh, that the case will not rise. I'm, ex- I'm expecting that as the northern part of the world starts getting cold and heat is turned on, the cases will rise again in the colder areas, but warmer climates, it will be lower. Please watch this theory with me. Just a thought from Mr. I. Yeah, that's interesting. Because if you remember back far enough at the uh, beginning of this, uh, Dr. Fraudchi and uh, Dr. Scarf, weren't they saying in the initial days, yeah, well, as uh, the warm weather comes in, you know, uh, uh, the, the, these, uh, these flu uh, pandemics don't like hot weather. And as we get warmer weather, this uh, should uh, increase the opportunities for this stuff to go away. We'll see. Many more questions than answers at this point, which explains why the so-called experts, Fauci and Dr. Scarf and the rest, have been all over the ball yard with this. Fauci initially saying, well, you know, a mask doesn't really do anything. And now, of course, masks are mandatory, (laughs) or just about. You know, uh, 2.2 million Americans are going to die. No, no, the computer models were wrong. All right, setting that aside, let's go back to how this whole business started one more time. Uh, In an, an exclusive story at Fox News today, a Chinese virologist is accusing Beijing of covering up a coronavirus, has now fleed Hong Kong, saying, I know how they treat whistleblowers. Now, you know, mainland China uh, has now extended their tyrannical thumb over Hong Kong. Hours before she boarded an April 28th Cathay Pacific flight to the U.S., the respected doctor who specialized in virology and immunology at the Hong Kong School of Public Health, had plotted her escape, packing her bag, sneaking past the sensors and video cameras on campus. She had her passport and her purse and was about to leave all of her loved ones behind. If she was caught, she knew she could be thrown in jail or worse, rendered one of the disappeared. Uh, Her name is Dr. Lee Ming Yan. Dr. Yan told Fox News in an exclusive interview that she believes the Chinese government knew about the uh, coronavirus well before it claimed it did. She says her supervisors, renowned as some of the top experts in the field, also ignored research she was doing at the outset of the pandemic that she believes could have saved lives. She added that they likely had an obligation to tell the world, given their status as a WHO reference laboratory specializing in influenza viruses and pandemics, especially as the virus began spreading in the early days of 2020. Dr. Yan, now in hiding, claims the government in the country where she was born is trying to shred her reputation and accuses government goons of choreographing a cyber attack against her in hopes of keeping her quiet. She also believes her life is in danger. She fears she can never go back to her home and lives with a hard truth that she'll likely never see her friends or family there again. Still, she says, the risk was worth it. The reason I came to the U.S. is because I delivered the message of the truth of COVID. 
she said from an undisclosed location, adding that if she tried to tell her story in China, she would be disappeared and killed. Her story weaves an extraordinary claim about cover-ups at the highest levels of government and seemingly exposes the, uh, the obsessive compulsion of President Xi Jinping and his Communist Party to control the coronavirus narrative, what China knew, when it knew it, and what edited information it peddled to the rest of the world. Yan, who says she was one of the first scientists in the world to study the uh, coronavirus, was allegedly asked by her supervisor at the University WHO Reference Lab, uh, Dr. Liao Poon, in 2019 to look into the odd cluster of SARS-like cases coming out of mainland China at the end of December of last year. The China government refused to let overseas experts, including the ones in Hong Kong, do research in China, so I turned to my friends to get more information. She had an extensive network of professional contacts in various medical facilities in mainland China, having grown up and completed much of her studies there. She says that the precise reason she was asked to conduct this kind of research, especially at a time when she says her team knew they weren't getting the whole truth from the government. One friend, a scientist at the CDC uh, in China, had first-hand knowledge of the cases and purportedly told the doctor on December 31st about human-to-human -human transmission well before China or the WHO admitted such spread was possible. She reported some of these early findings back to her boss. He just nodded and told her to keep working. A few days later, January 9th, the WHO put out a statement. According to Chinese authorities, the virus in question can cause severe illness in some patients and does not transmit readily between people. There is limited information to determine the overall risk of this reported cluster. That's what the WHO said. Yan said he, uh, she and her colleagues across China discussed the virus but that she soon noted a sharp shift in tone. Doctors and researchers who had been openly discussing the virus suddenly clammed up. Those from the city of Wuhan, which of course later would become the hub of the outbreak, went silent and others were warned not to ask them details. We can't talk, uh, we can't talk about it, but we need to wear masks, Dr. Yan says the doctors were told ominously okay uh, there is a lot more on this and uh, we will get to it and uh, believe it or not I got a, a text message in reply from the governor's office about any fines uh, for liquor served after 11 o'clock at night after tomorrow night and uh, we'll share that together when I come right back here on the Bobby Mack show on Friday on WORD
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. ZZ 422 now here on the Bobby Mack Show. Great to have you along this afternoon. So it's been all kind of uh, anecdotal evidence uh, that uh, the Chinese try to cover up uh, the uh, Chinese commie flu, COVID-19, that spread from Wuhan. And there's been, as I said, you know, just uh, evidence, but, but no real proof until now with Dr. Li Ming Yan, who has fled Hong Kong. She was on the inside and saw everything as it developed. Uh, Here is a continuation of what she said in the story in an exclusive interview at Fox News. Doctors and researchers who had been openly discussing the virus suddenly clammed up. Those from the city of Wuhan, which later would become the hub of the outbreak, went silent, and others were warned not to ask them details. The doctor said ominously, we can't talk about it, but we need to wear masks. Then the numbers of human-to-human transmission began to grow exponentially, according to her sources, and Yan started digging for answers. Quote, there are many, many patients who don't get treatment on time and diagnosis on time, Dr. Yan said. Hospital doctors are scared, but they cannot talk. CDC staff are scared. She said she reported her findings to her supervisor again on 16 January, but that's when he allegedly told her to keep silent and be careful. As he warned me before, don't touch the red line. We will get in trouble and we'll be disappeared. She also claims the co-director of a WHO-affiliated lab, Professor Malik Pires, knew but didn't do anything about it. Pires also did not respond to requests for comment. No kidding. The WHO website lists uh, the doctor as an, as an advisor on the WHO International Health Regulations Emergency Committee for Pneumonia uh, dealing with the uh, novel coronavirus 2019. I already know, uh, I already knew that would happen because I know the corruption among this kind of international organization like the WHO to the government of China and to the Chinese Communist Party. So basically, I accept it, but I don't want this misleading information to spread to the world. The WHO and China, of course, vehemently denied any claims of a coronavirus cover-up. 
The WHO has also denied that Dr. Yan or any of these others work directly for the organization. Uh, Professor Malik Pierce is an infectious disease expert who has been on WHO missions and expert groups, uh, said uh, spokeswoman Margaret Ann Harris. That does not make him a WHO staff member, nor does he represent WHO. Well, no wonder. WHO is nothing but a bunch of bureaucrats anyway. The head of the World Health Organization is not even a physician. And he's a tool of China put into that job by the Chinese commies anyway. Dr. Yan says despite any pushback, she's been emboldened by a sense of right and wrong and says she had to speak up despite the personal and professional consequences. I know how they treat whistleblowers, she said. Like so many before her, once Dr. Yan decided to speak out against China, she discovered her life was apparently in jeopardy, as well as that of those closest to her. It was a fear directly relayed to her, seemingly confirmed by U.S.-based Hong Kong blogger Lu Day, she says. After she uh, shared some of her theories and suspicions with him, he told her she would need to relocate possibly to the U.S., where she wouldn't have to constantly look over her shoulder. Only then would she be safe and have a platform to speak. Dr. Yan made the decision to leave, but things got complicated when her husband of six years, who also worked at the lab, discovered the telephone call between his wife and the blogger. Dr. Yan told Fox News she begged her husband to come with her and says while her spouse, a reputable scientist himself, had initially been supportive of her research, he suddenly had a change of heart. Quote, he was totally pissed off. He blamed me, tried to ruin my confidence. He said they will kill all of us. Shocked and hurt, Dr. Yan made the decision to leave without him. She got her ticket to the U.S. on 27 April and was on a flight the next day. When she landed at LAX after her 13-hour journey, she was stopped by customs officials. Fear gripped her. The doctor said she didn't know if she would end up in jail or be sent back to China. I had to tell them the truth. I'm doing the right thing. So I tell them, don't let me go back to China. I'm the one who came to tell the truth here about COVID-19. Please protect me. If not, the Chinese government will kill me. The FBI was allegedly called in to investigate. Dr. Yan claims they interviewed her for hours, took her cell phone as evidence, and allowed her to continue to her destination. The FBI told Fox News they can neither confirm nor deny. That's typical. As Yan was trying to find her footing in America, she says her friends and family back home were being put through the ringer. Yan claims the government swarmed her hometown of Qingdao and that agents ripped apart her tiny apartment and questioned her parents. When she contacted her mother and father, they pleaded with her to come home, told her she didn't know what she was talking about, and begged her to give up the fight. The University of Hong Kong took down her page and apparently revoked access to her online portals and emails, despite the fact that she says she was on an approved annual leave. In a statement to Fox News, a school spokesperson said Yan is not currently an employee. The Chinese embassy in the U.S. told Fox News they don't know who Yan is and maintain China has handled the pandemic heroically. We've never heard of this person. The Chinese government has responded swiftly and effectively to COVID-19 since its outbreak. 
And by the way, the moon is made of green cheese. Scientists agree. I added that last part myself. China uh, has also, uh, the Fox News has also reached out to the Chinese Ministry of Foreign Affairs and the scientists that Dr. Yan accuses of suppressing her concern. Uh, so, uh, now we have uh, a whistleblower who has come forward and said, oh, yeah, 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 they tried to cover it up, and they're still trying to cover it up. Now, I mentioned uh, before we went to the break, I did receive a reply from the governor's office about the uh, new last call uh, order from uh, Governor McMaster today that as of 11 o'clock tomorrow night, uh, in an effort to keep young people from uh, being out in bars and spreading the uh, Chinese commie flu, liquor will not be sold after 11 p.m. In the uh, initial emergency order from the governor, they did not mention uh, a specific penalty and so I inquired to the governor's office and just got a text message back saying the penalty would be temporary revocation of their license to sell alcohol. Okay? So there's the answer we were looking for. You sell any booze after uh, 11 tomorrow night, and TFN, till further notice, uh, the penalty would be the temporary revocation of your license to sell alcohol. Is that legal? You tell me. 431 here on the Bobby Mack Show. Annie's ready in the news center. I'm right back on the other side here on the Bobby Mack Show on Friday on WORD. Bye-bye. Everything's all right, uptight, out of sight. Although back in, uh, in, in that era when Stevie Wonder was uh, singing about uh, being uptight, I thought up, being uptight was being like, you know, uh, was a bad thing, not a good thing. I, I don't know. Can't keep uh, track of all of it. Uh, 4.38 uh, here on the Bobby Mack Show, 22 before 5. In on the text line, I'm sorry, I'm way behind on that. Bobby, I wonder how uh, Governor McTaxter's latest uh, executive order will affect DUIs and drunk driver deaths. More real impact than COVID, I bet. I wouldn't bet against it. Uh, Bobby, uh, Governor Foghorn and Dr. Fauci need to disappear. Uh, Bobby Mack, that color code crap is unconstitutional for segregation. <laughs> I don't think you get anywhere with that one. Probably worth a try. Uh, Bobby, I hope uh, Dr. Yan is under protection. I'm sure that the Chinese embassy, which never heard of her, will be sending its goon squad after her. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. Uh, Bobby, find it pretty cute. Governor's now giving his executive orders, pet names. Yeah, emergency order last call. <laughs> uh, Bobby, DMV is such a ridiculous place. Tried to get the real ID, but I didn't have my Social Security card with me. I did have my South Carolina government retirement card with a number on it and my full name. Uh-uh. Said no good. Had to have the W-2 or the 1099 
the hell is the difference? <laughs> uh, Bobby Mack, uh, in wake of the uh, governor's order, firing up the liquor still. There you go. Uh, Bobby, Chinese embassy. We do not know who this Dr. Yan is. Sounds like uh, Dr. Yan got canceled, like uh, what the commies over here do to people they don't like. Uh, Bobby, I had a eureka moment. Uh, the effect from a Chinese bioweapon, uh, a.k.a. Corona, is dictatorship. Mm -hmm. Now, I, I actually... Uh, I actually shared this piece, I think, a couple of times, but it, it probably is worth repeating. Uh, this was on uh, the Zero Hedge website back in March, all right? In a secret speech given to high-level Chinese Communist Party cadres nearly two decades ago, Chinese Defense Minister General Sher Haotian explained a long-range plan for ensuring a Chinese national renaissance. He said there were three vital issues that must be grasped. The first was the issue of living space, because China is severely overpopulated and their environment is deteriorating. The second issue, therefore, was that the Communist Party must teach the Chinese people to go out. By this, the general meant the conquest of new lands in which a second China could be built by colonization. From this arose the third vital issue, the issue of America. Uh, general Haotian warned his listeners, this appears to be shocking, but the logic is actually very simple. China is in fundamental conflict with the Western strategic interest. Therefore, the United States would never allow China to seize other countries to build a second China. The United States stands in China's way. Uh, the general explained the problem as follows, quote, would the United States allow us to go out to gain new living space? First, if the U.S. is firm in blocking us, it is hard for us to do anything significant to Taiwan, Vietnam, India, or even Japan. So how much more living space can we get? Very trivial. Only countries like the United States, Canada, and Australia have the vast land to serve our need for mass colonization. We are not so foolish as to want to perish together with America by using nuclear weapons, the general said, only by using non-destructive weapons that can kill many people will we be able to reserve America for ourselves. The general continued, and again I'm quoting him, of course, we have not been idle. In the past years, we have seized the opportunity to master weapons of this kind. The ruling Chinese Communist Party considers biological weapons to be the most important for accomplishing their goal of cleaning up America. The general credits former party leader Ding Xiaoping with putting biological weapons ahead of all other weapon systems in the Chinese arsenal. When Comrade Xiaoping was still with us, the party's Central Committee had the perspicacity to make the right decision not to develop aircraft carrier groups and focus instead on developing lethal weapons that can eliminate mass populations of the enemy country. may seem difficult to believe, but the general considered himself to be a humanitarian communist, 
and therefore admitted to mixed personal feelings, saying, I sometimes think how cruel it is for China and the United States to be enemies. After all, he noted, the U.S. helped China in World War II. Chinese people remember that the U.S. opposed Japanese imperialism, but none of that matters now. In the long run, the general said, the relationship of China and the U.S. is one of a life-and-death struggle. This tragic situation must be accepted. According to the general, we must not forget that the history of our civilization repeatedly has taught us that one mountain does not allow two tigers to live together. China's overpopulation problem and environmental degradation will eventually result in social collapse and civil war, According to the Chinese defense minister, he estimated that more than 800 million Chinese would die in such a collapse. Therefore, the Chinese Communist Party has no policy alternative. Either the United States is cleaned up by biological attacks or China suffers a national catastrophe. In his speech, he provides us with a key for understanding China's development strategy. It's interesting because uh, you remember the case in uh, Winnipeg, Canada, a prominent Chinese virologist, along with her husband and an unknown number of her students from China, was removed from the National Microbiology Lab uh, for conduct being investigated by the Mounties over allegations described by their public health agency as a policy breach. Canadian news outlet CBC said uh, this particular individual had been invited to the Wuhan National Biosafety Lab twice a year for two years. There are many details about the case that haven't been made public yet, uh, but we need an investigation of the outbreak in Wuhan, which the Chinese government is refusing to allow. Uh, nothing happens totally by accident. 4.46 here. It's 14 before 5 on the Bobby Mack Show. Take a quick break here and then be right back with more on the Friday free-for-all here on WORD. Welcome back. 4.52 now. It's 8 before 5. And uh, back to the phones we go. It is the Friday free-for-all. Uh, thanks for patiently waiting. Uh, let's go to Graycourt to begin with John. Hi, John. Welcome to the show. Hey, Bobby. Thanks for taking my call. I'm yes, so sir. excited. Yeah, hey, listen, I heard that when Dr. Yan got off the airplane and told the authorities, I've come from China to tell the truth, that they, they took her cell phone and they said, hey, we want to help you out. We're going to give you a. We're going to create for you a Facebook page so you can tell all the truth you want. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, that would be all she <laughs> needs right about now, right? 
Yeah, yeah, I understand that. Uh, do, yeah, she's here to tell the truth. When you, somebody needs to protect Dr. Yan from the deep state in America. I'm yeah. serious. That's serious. Yeah, That's because really serious. yeah, the uh, the the uh, the connections are wide and deep. Yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, that's about the point of the phone call. You, uh, I want to talk about uh, the the deep state, whatever's happening with population control. You still there? Yeah, yeah. Go right ahead. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You think about uh, the the the, uh, the left, and what do they want? They want population control. Well, if they if they reopen the churches, all the Christians die. Okay. If they reopen the economy, the small businesses die. If they close the schools. Small, the economy will die, and the thing I can't figure out is why they want to keep the schools closed because that kills everybody. And their goal, and you, I'm sure I, I believe I heard you say this: the goal of the depopulation crowd is 0.5 billion, 500 million people on the face of the planet. So this is like a perfect storm. Why aren't they opening the churches, opening the schools, opening the economy? And going full bore with Donald Trump. Listen, half of America would show up uh, for his rallies and get COVID and die. You want to kill Trump supporters? <laughs> open up, open it up, man. Say, come on, come on, contaminate uh, and die. You know, yeah. it, it, it's interesting because, of course, they they have been trying to float uh, the uh, the story that you know, yeah, uh, President Trump is uh, he's contributing to the spread of the uh, coronavirus with the uh, the rally in Tulsa and us, and yet. Isn't it funny how the media makes no mention whatsoever of all these protesters out in the streets? No mask, shoulder to shoulder in summertime heat. But they're not responsible for any of the spread of the uh, Chinese flu, right? You are brilliant. You've come up with a cure. <laughs> Everybody protests. Yeah. Now, they got to protest for something that's liberal. But you think about it. the thing about the public schools. I can't figure why they want to close the public schools. But think about this. If we lose another year, that means we're a year and a half ahead. Think about that. <laughs> yeah, could be. Think could about be. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you, John. I appreciate the call. Thanks for patiently waiting, too, and I uh, hope you have a good weekend. Uh, let's uh, go to Greenville next and bring in Gene here on the Bobby Mack Show. Let's talk about uh, the governor's uh, latest emergency order. Yeah, uh, uh, Gene. Yeah, hi, and I'd like to jump in with the Chinese business if possible. Sure. Uh, you know, I'm a little confused about the governor's order. I mean, is he is he bringing up the uh, the uh, constitutional amendment uh, uh, for prohibition, or, <laughs> or, or is he? Uh, where are we with this? I mean, can somebody contest that 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 there was a, a follow through amendment? Do you remember your amendment numbers? What was it? Twenty two that that brought about prohibition, and twenty four that ended it. Something like that. Yeah. Look, I am surprised already, Gene, that nobody has sued uh, Governor uh, Mick Micromanage uh, over his previous uh, emergency executive orders. None of well, which, none of which are constitutional. Well, I mean, it's not not our. We have to be fair to our governor. He's not the only one, right? We got forty nine other governors too. Oh yeah, so. <laughs> right. Yeah, but but they're in other now, states. China. And, yeah, yeah. About China, uh, uh, spreading its its uh, territory and its uh, hegemon. I thought they they now own the far side of the moon. Don't you remember about a year ago they landed on the uh, 
uh, false oh, side yeah. of the moon. That's right. They did. They did claim that. And, but, and I thought uh, they were going to move their population there and mine it and, and uh, that sort of thing. Well, but that, now, the, the dark side of the moon had already been staked out uh, by the aliens. Uh, and that, uh, they, they commute from the dark side of the moon to Area 52. Uh, and they and then they they uh, they fill up the ranks of the Democrat Party like Joe Biden. <laughs> Apparently, anyway, <laughs> um, now you know it's fascinating to think about this. Uh, if anybody would think that China would want to use this coronavirus as a a biological weapon, I mean, uh, I'm not denying that that it causes illness, but most of the people who uh, don't even know if they've been infected with with this, and uh, you know, <laughs> as, well, as I tell people. Here's here's a thought, Gene. This is largely a benign infection in most of the population. Yeah, but but here's a thought. What if what if this is the first wave? Well, I'll tell you what I'll tell uh, you what Gene, you should I'm, be I'm, looking I'm for. I'm sorry. I'm sorry because uh, smallpox, smallpox, my man. That's the agent. Yeah, that you're right. You're right. That could be next. Uh, I got to take a break for the news. Thank you, Gene. I'm sorry we were short of time today. Stand by. We kick off the weekend coming up. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.